we are on the brink of a mental health crisis. And this is why I am so appreciative of the folks over at BetterHelp. They provide the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. Sign up today. Go to BetterHelp.com and use the promo code Solving Healthcare and get 10% off sign-up fees. COVID has affected us all, and with all the negativity surrounding it, it's often hard to find the positive. One of the blessings it has given us is the opportunity to build an avenue for creating change, starting right here in our community. Discussing topics that affect us most, such as racism in healthcare, maintaining a positive mindset, creating change, the importance of advocacy, and the many lessons we have all learned from COVID. If you or your organization are interested in speaking engagements, send a message to Quadcast99 at gmail.com, reach out on Facebook at Quadcast or online at drquadjo.ca. Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Quadjo Caramante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Well, guys, Nation, we have developed an amazing relationship with the people at Bayshore. This is a company that has taken health and wellness extremely seriously. We've hosted retreats with them. They're, they're part of the solvent wellness community. And today we chat with six of their employees to talk about their wellness journey and what's worked for them. And it really is a, a, an amazing experience. So be sure it's a home care company that has been treating people throughout the pandemic, doing their best to avoid admissions to hospital and, and just addressing their patients and clients care needs. And they truly do an amazing job at accomplishing this and they treat their people and their, and they treat their employees amazingly well. And this is something that I just really want to highlight because we don't, I mean, we don't work with too many companies here over on solving healthcare and for us to, to go to bat for these guys, I must say it says a lot. And so I hope you enjoy this episode where we, we chat with them, uh, a few of their employees about health and wellness. And I must say, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in this, this episode in terms of what works and how we should be approaching wellness for our, our healthcare community. So without further ado, let's do this. All right, Qualcast Nation, we have a special episode. We have been working with the lovely folks at Bayshore over the last year. And this is an organization that's been taking health and wellness very seriously. And today we're going to have an interactive conversation with the staff at Bayshore, the staff that's been hustling throughout the pandemic to... to be there for their patients and their clients at home. And what I've said many times, why I'm so proud of this organization is that they do everything in their power to avoid patients coming into acute care. And they fully recognize the hustle that their, that their, their staff are doing and want to do everything they can to, support them. So I just want to say thank you for Bayshore, first of all, for putting this on. And then now I would love to introduce all the the members on the panel right now. So we'll start with Aurelia. Two words on on, on yourself, what you do at Bayshore, and uh, that would be, be much appreciated. Uh, I am a PSW, proud PSW at with Bayshore. I love this company. The same reason you love it too. Uh, they really take good care of us. Um, 
from everything, you know, from our uh, uh, personal needs to the client's needs. And, uh, you know, uh, that saying, happy employees, happy clients, mm. then there you go. Yeah, I am from Romania, by the way, and uh, I love Canada. <laughs> oh, thank you for the kind words, Aurelia. Next, you are welcome. Next, let's go to Fong. So hi everyone, my name is Fung. I'm from uh, Vietnam, uh, which is uh, far different from uh, Canada in terms of uh, the weather and the climate. Uh, and I'm an HR uh, coordinator at Bayshore. Uh, I love the work because I can have the flexibility in my working hours and I can have time for myself, especially um, personal self-care and the awareness that I, I, I'm working on. So yeah, that's all about me. Thank you so much. Next, Megan. Hello, everyone. My name is Megan. I'm a registered nurse. Uh, I am fairly new to Bayshore. I came from the hustle of acute care, which throughout the pandemic, um, relative to wellness, was quite taxing. Um, Bayshore has been a blessing um, in disguise. I love the flexibility. Um, they, they value teamwork and making sure that you have wellness throughout your career. So I'm happy to be here and happy to be a part of this day. Thank you so much, Megan. Next, we'll go to Katie. Um, I'm Katie. I've been with Bayshore 20 years this spring. Um, and I'm an RPN. I've been a visiting nurse until the last two years when I moved into uh, the manager of clinical practice role. So Bayshore has been home for me for a long time. And it's just the right, the right fit, the right flexibility, the right amount of support, um, and kind of letting you kind of spread your wings and try all kinds of things. So it's always been the place for me. Amazing. Thanks so much, Katie. And last but not least, who I heard was a super fan. So I, I, I want I wanted to keep her last and oh. for the shot to let her shine. Paula. Um, hi, I'm new to Bayshore uh, about a year and a half. I come from like a hospital setting. Um, I, 100% I have called Katie a million times. I get a lot of support, but I also have autonomy and that's very important to me. I love not being on the floor. I love not listening to the call bells because they're crazy, but I just really love the one-to-one -one care walking into someone's house, maybe not knowing what I'm doing, but then 15 people around me can help. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot and a lot left still to learn. Oh, yeah. Th thanks so much for for mentioning mm -hmm. that Paula so maybe I'm gonna I'll start with Aurelia the the pandemic has been obviously a struggle like it really put a, a strain on this on on the system on our patients our clients so in terms of your overall wellness like you know managing your your health and wellness what has been some of the challenges over the last couple of years it's a uh... It's a very demanding job. Huh? Um, the fact we care, this is our job to care for our patients, for our um, clients. It's, uh, it's uh, overwhelming, you know. Uh, while you are scared for your life, you know, to, with this pandemic, mm. you need to detach yourself, you know, from your own uh, uh, fear, you know, and uh, provide to others who they need more than us care, you know, that's, uh, that's a challenge. Um, but we need, we need our time off as well. Like you said, in another um, meeting we had uh, with the exercises and the abs and everything else, we can clear our mind, you know, and body with the proper food and, uh, you know, um, I think we can do it. And we did it for three years almost. I mean, we, uh, we survived and I hope we survive longer. It's a, it's a great point you make. Like it was a, a, a huge struggle in terms of worrying about your own safety, worrying about the safety of your patients. Like it's a lot to put on. And maybe I want to make sure I pronounce it properly. Fuong? Am I saying it right? 
Fuang, what, what, what was your perspective during the pandemic in, in terms of the struggles? Like, were, were you feeling similar to Aurelia in terms of what the, the stressors were during this time? Um, I have to confess that I was very different before the pandemic hit starts. Uh, just like a few years ago, I rarely do any exercise, to be honest, except for walking, because I, I always love uh, walking, but I never consider it as like uh, exercise. But I just I mean, walking as a good habit of me whenever I, I have time after work. But I never consider it as like my like wellness or anything like that. However, when the pandemic hits us, uh, I, 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 everything just changed uh, dramatically. Uh, everyone have shared space. I mean, everyone stay at home, share space, nothing to do, restricted, restricted, like stay at home like 24 hours. So it's, it's really tough. And then um, I, I have a friend who is um, a, a yoga lover and uh, she introduced me about yoga with some short video, like 10 minutes. 15 minutes and it just go up like that. So I, I start doing yoga like just a few years uh, right when the pandemic hits up and it changed my life. Wow. I Yeah, it, it's really changed my life in terms of level of uh, attention I have after I'm doing yoga and a lot of things, meditation. I mean, it's improved my wellness, my life in general. And I always want to talk about wellness because I it, it changed my life after I, I I I know about yoga and start practicing it. I no longer doing it like every other day, but I do it daily now. Wow. So yeah. And and did you feel like the need because of the stresses that were that was happening throughout the pandemic and during the pandemic, or was this something that you just found on your own just to to pass time? Um, when I start, I only do like every three days, twice a week, because I just want to try it out. But then I, 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 I can feel that the, the more, the frequent I uh, practice yoga, the better I feel. I, I can now stay up late without really feel tired because I know that I, I have yoga that support my resilience during the day. So that's really changed my thinking about uh, wellness that the more time I have for it, the more time I have for myself. So, yeah, that's the reason why I I prefer to do it like daily, even like for 20 minutes when I have time, rather than do it like when I really have time or tired from what I'm doing and then have a break and then do yoga. That's my bad habit that I I just don't want to, to, to go with that. But now... I try to maintain a time for myself every day with yoga, with meditation, so that I always have my uh, like necessary resilience for what I'm doing during my long day. That, that's beautiful because not everybody can find that that thing, right? And one of our messages has always been find what works for you. Find what works in terms of uh, reducing your stress and sometimes what kill a few birds in one stone, like you're getting stronger, you're helping your mental health, right? And it's, and it's uh, creating more resilience. It's, it's such a great tool to find when you could find that exercise or that activity that, that, you know, uh, cuts a few birds with one stone. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be here and meet with you guys today to talk about wellness it's oh. been a really great honor for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm new, only a few years, and it's changed my life. Oh, that's so it's so great to hear. It really is. <laughs> um, maybe we'll, we'll we'll go over to Megan. It's a similar question to you. How how has the the pandemic been in, for you in terms of your wellness overall? What the, what have been the challenges that you faced? As a registered nurse working in acute care when the pandemic hit, um, I feel like one of the biggest challenges I've had is the guilt um, that has manifested because I chose wellness over call of duty, (laughs) we'll say. Um, I did hustle in the acute care environment until things settled. And then I came to this realization with the stress and the burnout that it was just 
not for me. Like I want to choose something else. And um, Bayshore came across my, my inbox and I was like, yes, yes, I think I'm going to try something different. Um, Bayshore has allowed me to pump the brakes, to, to allow myself time to do self-care. The flexible hours allows um, more family time which is really important when you have young kids at home, those 12 hour shifts back to back to back are just not conducive to eating properly, sleeping properly and getting that adequate family time in. Um, and they've, uh, they've promoted wellness. They want you to take your breaks. They want you to go for walks. They want you to pack a lunch and eat it um, where you might not get that kind of support um, elsewhere. Um, but when I chat with, you know, colleagues who are still doing that hustle in acute care, um, I am often faced with guilt that I carry um, having been permitted to focus on self-care where others have not. So kudos to Bayshore for fostering a team uh, environment that allows you to say no to being overworked and taking that time for yourself and participating in stuff like this because it matters. Wow. Honestly, Megan, this is such a great point that you brought up that um, is not on everyone's radar is that question of guilt so it's that it's that balance right people want mm -hmm. to be there for their patients and their clients but at the same time you're how many kids you have you two kids i i have one one kid he's enough yeah, <laughs> yeah one, trust yeah. me yeah I, I i i definitely appreciate that too and a husband, is, so yeah two. we'll say two <laughs> yeah, and hubby counts as a child as well and what you're saying is so true. And I keep telling people this point that if we want to be able to be present and to take care of our patients that are in front of us, we need to be sound. And if we're not in an environment that permits that, what happens is we, we got, we got to leave or we can't be on the workplace. We workplace, we burn out. So I want to commend you actually, Megan, for thinking about what was best for you and your family, because now you're still serving. Whereas people that allow this to overwhelm them do not serve. So this is why I say screw guilt. Just be proud that you were aware enough to recognize these things. Cause this is why we're having this conversation folks. Cause a lot of people ignore that feeling like what that actually maybe Megan, what, what in terms of for you, if, unless unless this is too personal, like what were the that that sentiment like of the burnout that was going through you? Um, I care. No, I can share. I actually, um, it was a few inputs from different parts of my um, body and surrounding. Um, my husband um, told me, like you're, like you're not okay. Um, and I mean, and I'm I'm lucky enough to have someone close enough to me to recognize that I wasn't okay and would tell me like. Like you're just not yourself. You're not sleeping properly. Um, I wouldn't say I had a substance use issue, but I was drinking a glass of wine every night, sometimes too, just to decompress. Uh, whereas before I, I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, a bubble bath would suffice or just read a book. Uh, but I found I was coupling those things with the glass of wine every time without even questioning it. So like that, obviously that's not a great habit. Um, and then my body, I mean, I was getting overweight, even though I was eating I have actually good eating habits, but I think just the, the times at which I would eat was either way too late or it was not at all. Like there was just, there was no routine. Um, and actually I was diagnosed with um, ankylosing spondylitis uh, throughout the pandemic. And I'm confident it was because my stress hormones were just so out of whack that it just brought on the symptoms like with a punch. So I kind of have the pandemic to thank for having that diagnosed early so I could start mitigating, you know, the long-term effects of that. But um, that was another thing that happened. I was like, okay, my body is just not having this job that I currently have um, and prompted some really positive change for me. So um, I have lots of little things to thank and I'm just happy that I had the, um, the courage, we'll say, or the bravery to say no to my current role and find something new that was better suited for what I needed. Yo, I'll say it. If you, courage, bravery, all all of the above, Megan. And what you're describing too is very consistent. Like they, that bo mind body connection is real, yo. Like when you, you issues with weight, issues with 
sleep, stress management, all these things tie together. And yeah, and you want to be able to be, as I alluded to, your best self. And this is another thing that people that you you touched on, you know, the, the from the weight side, like even if you eat, you're eating the same amount of calories. Stress hormones are strong, yo. <laughs> like they're they the hormonal aspect of health is is significant. So yeah, it, this is you're hitting on all cylinders, and we'll get we'll come back a little bit to talk about some of the things that have worked for you, similar to what we were chatting about with Fong. But I want to ask Katie similar question to you. What what's the last few years been like for, in terms of wellness and 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 the challenges that you've you faced? I think it was neat, right, when, kind of neat, when the, the lockdowns first happened and we saw the world kind of come up with this whole online connection that we didn't have before. So we were able to use that flexibility to plug in to still do the things that we always did for our wellness. But I found, you know, three years in, right, Um I'm, I'm wanting that like actual human connection, right? I don't want to go to yoga, yoga class on zoom anymore, right? It really worked. And the flexibility that was, that was great, but I want to go back to that, you know, show up to the class. There's other people there, the atmosphere. So I think that was a challenge, right? I mean, it's one thing to be online for a little bit of time, but for years at a time, um, it's hard to keep your, uh, for myself, keep my attention and then keep focused on your own, your own wellness, right? So I think it's human nature. Sometimes we're better at um, taking care of ourselves than others. And then sometimes you notice those red flags going up that, you know what, I'm way off track here and need to kind of refocus. And it's, I've always felt really lucky to have a job that can facilitate that, right? That if I feel like I need to really change up my schedule and and refocus and do things differently, I didn't have to reapply for another job. I could change my schedule, flex my time so that you know, see if this works better for me. Because at different times in your life, whether you have, you know, young children, young family, you're single, you have aging parents, what that looks like really changes. So it, it's it's lucky to have that flexibility because a lot of people don't at, at their place of, of work. Wow. It, 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 it really is true, Katie, that the flexibility aspect is not universal. And having that ability is is a change maker and i really like what you, i like like your comment on the connection the human connection I, I it's one of those things that i don't think you realize how much you miss it until you are with people until- and you know what i would say i'm introverted person and yet you know, so I need that downtime, that quiet time, but it doesn't mean that you still don't crave that human connection, right? That's what inspires us. So, you know, yeah, I think you still need it. It's all great that we have online so that we don't miss out on things, but um, yeah, it's nice to be back in person for things too. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I must say, so like from my perspective, having parties again christmas parties hugging people like do you remember when it was taboo to hug someone you know or, or like even shake a hand you would have to you would have to have that awkward moment where it's like do i go in for the handshake or am i doing an elbow am i doing a fist bump because really, honestly it was it was it's a crazy time so paula who i'm gonna call fan number one okay. <laughs> um yep. Tell me about your experience. I think in the beginning of the pandemic, I, I developed this really weird allergy where I, I was, I'm really highly allergic to chemicals. So I really wasn't working in the beginning of the pandemic because I was really, really allergic to everything and all of the super cleaning and all the, I just couldn't be there. I couldn't talk. Um, so I really was really exercising a lot. And then, you know, relationship crash. Then I'm in Sudbury. I think I'm really off track and this wellness being offered by Bayshore was just like, oh, this might be the time for me to focus on me because it's really hard when you like to care for people 
you just want to always be caring. But then sometimes it's like, who's going to care for the caregiver? And it's like, when is it too much? And when should I be caring for me? So this group is kind of like a, well, this year is like, I'm going to get back to me, like back to not pre-pandemic Paula, but you know, the Paula who draws, the Paula who paints, the Paula who has pleasure, who goes out. So I'm not well because I put everyone ahead of me. I don't physically well. I know I eat really amazing, but I'm going to just go back and find that person. And uh, when your program came available to us, I was like, wow, this is another great thing that is being offered to me. And yes, the flexibility and maybe not take so many clients and maybe focus on work, you know, focus on, on the end, like pursuing knowledge as opposed to patient counts. So, you know, I can't help everybody. Like somebody used to say to me, I can't help everybody, but you can just help everybody well. So help everybody well and help myself. Yeah. Wow. Paula, that was beautiful. I, I, I am interested to hear about your creative side. Cause this is one of the things when, when I talk about wellness, mostly we often give talks to medical students and trainees. I tell them, this is something that you will sacrifice unintentionally, but based on your schedule and needs to learn, but it's something that contributes to our wellness significantly in my opinion that creative side of whether for me it was it was a bit of uh doing stuff like this you know doing a little bit on the entertainment side and communicating side but or listening to music but i'm curious paula maybe bust out a little bit more about some of the the other the stuff that you like to do that you in terms of the creative side so I'm actually an artist. I'm actually uh, very shy and timid, but I'm a portrait artist and I deal in realism. So I spend hours and hours every night when I'm not working, doing portraits. So if anyone wants a portrait done, send me a picture. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently like experimenting with different types of ways to do things and not to be so realistic because, you know, you can get a photograph or you can get an interpretation. So that's my new year. I, I paint all the time. I draw, do digital work. Yeah, that's it. Wow. You know, Paula, I might take you up on that. Okay, you know yeah, saying. sure. Wow. No, that, <laughs> that is fun. That is Thank fun. You. So we, sorry, a bit of a late introduction to Sherry. Sherry, uh, number one, can you tell us what you do with Bayshore? And then second, just tell us a little bit, bit about your wellness journey over the last few years. Um, so I'm a nurse and I actually work in the clinic in the office. Um, so during the pandemic, it was kind of a, a bit of a whirlwind for us. Um, when it happened, I had a one and a half year old um, and then I ended up the daycares closed. So I was stuck home with him and um, we ended up figuring out that he, he had a little more like special needs and we got him diagnosed. Uh, with autism so I've been um, working on that with him um, and then I had another baby so it's been very crazy last couple of years and I totally just lost myself to being a mom and being a nurse and just recently the last couple of months I actually just decided like no I'm gonna like make time for myself so I get up at 5 30 in the morning have like quiet time coffee time I do a workout um I've committed to some um daily habits um and then you know just kind of when this came up um, I thought okay well that's perfect because you know like more knowledge is always um, better to have and better to pass on to anyone around us especially when we're dealing with clients who are you know a lot of them are non-compliant and they uh, they don't really want to hear what we have to say, but at least we're giving it to them and they can take what they feel is important and not take other stuff. So. Number one, Sherry, thanks for sharing. Number two, I'm, I'm sorry about the diagnosis with your, with your first child and I hope things are going okay. Mm -hmm. um, number three, I want to give you some mad props for taking ownership of your, of your health and wellness. 
the fact that you get up at 5.30, no one wants to get up really at 5.30. I mean, maybe you do. No. <laughs> but the fact that you realize this is needed to be able to be your best self mm-hmm. is, 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 is extremely important. So I want to c- commend you for that. I'm curious to hear, you know, you mentioned getting up and doing uh, a workout in the morning. Any other any other wellness activities that you, you find uh, quite uh, helpful in terms of whether it's meditation, whether it is journaling, whether it is connecting with others, what else has made a difference for you? Um, so I, I actually joined a community a few months ago. So um, we have like some commitments that we kind of just do. So I commit to like four cups of veggies a day um, a water goal, um, daily, um, uh, personal development, um, and daily movement. So I do that pretty much like, I mean, of course I'm not like a hundred percent consistent, but it's always a work in progress with those things. So. Amazing. Amazing. So circling back, I know Fong, we, we talked a little bit about, what has worked for you in terms of yoga, in terms of improving your wellness, any other activities that you enjoy doing to to improve your, your overall health and wellness? Uh, yes, I usually have good habits like uh, using the stairs instead of the elevator, yes. uh, doing the walking as much as I can. Uh, yeah, it's I, I I always try to maintain my uh, habit. Like I I will stand up for five minutes when I sit after like an hour, things like that. I used to have standing desk for my laptop, not now, but I uh, in the past. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I maintain good habits. I I I just want to 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 live a healthy life so that my kids can also learn from me. So so that's uh, what I'm trying to do too. That is. Absolutely beautiful. I, I, as as someone that is a bit of in a leadership role, I always tell people: be the change, be the change you want to see in your your group, your family, your community, and that's what you're doing. I, I and yes to the stairs, yes to stand up desks. Those that are not that are just listening to this and not uh, on video, I am standing. <laughs> I just did a little dance for y'all. Um so we thank you. <laughs> Aurelia, how about you? What is the stuff that you like to do when you're not at work to try and improve your health and wellness? Uh I'm going to the gym and not because I love to work out there. It's hard. No. I started too late in life, but anyhow, uh, I'm going there because I meet so many people, um, healthy, you know, young people who they have other perspective in life than we used to have, you know, Uh, they look after their body, they looked after their mentally well you know uh, you have somebody to to discuss with though even at work for me uh, you know that saying uh, uh, if you love your job uh, you don't work one day in your life this is me I am very people person you know I can't wait to go to see my clients to catch up what what they did yesterday or a week before or uh, you know then uh, listening music, I love music, loud music, like I am in my <laughs> 20s. My son says, <laughs> you lost your mind, mom. This is me. Um, movies, I love movies. Love stories, mm. certainly. And uh, traveling, I love, love traveling. I hope I can live uh, longer healthy you know to be able to fulfill my my dream to travel all over the world i oh i i love that answer i mean i'm a bit of a gym rat so i'm i'm biased there like yeah let's go you know what i'm saying and then- i know 
I, I, we, you know what? This is my happy place there. Eh? I love to see again people who take care of their body, you know, myself less, but it's okay. Better yeah. than nothing. You know, on, honestly, what, what I like to hear as well, really is, you know, you get to the gym. I, I always tell people it's not about, it's they not do. about the outcomes. No. It's getting there. Be proud that you got there. You know, even if you're there for I two do. minutes, that's a win. Sometimes I drive there and it's quite a drive. And uh, you know what? I don't feel like getting out of my car and yeah. I go back sometimes. But uh, usually I, I try to go every day, half an hour or so <laughs> for me it's enough. But just to clear my mind and, uh, you know, do whatever I can to keep myself independent. Because <clears throat> working in this job, I realized how important it is to be independent at any age. I mean, I don't know if young people realize that, but I, <clears throat> I think that's that's a very tricky situation. When you are young, you know, you... Your word is yours, but when you <clears throat> you see you start to decline, your body starts to decline, you know, if you will start your wellness earlier in life, you will benefit from that, you know, you will be independent. This is the problem. We, we want to be independent till we die, you know. If, if there's anyone out there that, a group that could fully recognize the importance of staying functional. It's you guys, you guys completely can understand the, the, the importance of being able to, to move and staying strong. Yes. And this is a message I know on our platform, we talk about so much because when you, you land in ICU, you want to go home. You can't be frail. We, you know, you have to be, you have to be ready to go. So yeah, no, so it's a great point. And lastly, the music, uh, well, one day when we're all together, we're gonna have to have to have a dance party, and uh, Aurelia is gonna be <laughs> oh, the MC, yes. is gonna be For the sure. MC, and she's uh, <laughs> and we'll see how that goes for our wellness. <laughs> all right, Megan, who has clearly been a champion of of wellness early and and has valued what's important for her, which once again I'm gonna commend. But what do you? do on your off time that seems to help? I mean, one of the things I didn't allude to um, when we were talking about challenges is another thing that happened to me was uh, fertility challenges. Um, I actually had my son at the beginning of the pandemic, but let's be real, even before the pandemic, uh, being um, being in healthcare is hard. So I, we count, my husband, I count him as our blessing because what, um, since he's come along, uh, we've prioritized health and we want to show him what health looks like what good health looks like. So our routine um, is pretty much surrounding showing him how to be healthy. So our mornings are crazy for anyone who has kids. Mornings are just a gong show, Uh, but that's when my husband works out. So, and sometimes my son works out with him and sometimes he doesn't. And by working out with him, I mean, kind of bugs him, but he's there, he's (laughs) present. He's watching, you know, dad model what, you know, starting off your morning well looks like, which kind of makes my morning be not so great. So I'm the lunch packer, but that's fine. Um, for me, when the work um, is done and I'm home from working for Bayshore, which has been a blessing. My work days are, are wonderful, but still your, your, your home time is important. Um, I love cooking. Um, and again, the guilt for a long time, I would park my little guy in front of the TV while I cooked. And then I came to this realization, why am I doing that? Kids love to cook. Um, I, I got some kid-friendly utensils, because those exist, believe it or not, uh, to help with cutting things and preparing things, peeling things. So we cook together every day. Um, if my husband gets home early enough, which he usually does, we cook as a family. And I think it's really important to, for kids to see you doing that kind of real stuff together. Um, and then I leave. We eat together, and then I leave, and I go do my um, workout yoga in a studio. Um, and that hits all the things for me, right? As a mom, it's my alone time. Um, I get to connect with other ladies who are often in a similar position that I am. 
Um, it's the meditation, it's the strength building uh, for my ankles and spondylitis. It's maintaining my back and all my joints because that's been a challenge. I mean, it just gets me that hour to debrief and just be away from the hustle of work and family life. Um, and then when I get home, I'm better. Like I'm better equipped for that precious, precious moments of before bed. Um, I, I'm, I'm reading to him. I'm more present for him. Um, whereas before I was just, you know, I think every person who has a child, you, you hate to end the day with just go to bed. Like, mm. it, you know, that's not what you want your kid to go to sleep. You know, having the last thing they heard was mom and dad freak out. So I feel like both my husband and I have chosen wellness. Um, and our mornings are, are quieter. Our evenings are quieter. Everyone seems satiated with their needs and we're just in a really good spot. And I'm, you know, three years ago, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. So. Wow. No, that it, I got to highlight a couple of things. That's so beautiful. The, the idea of, and I'll say this, I, this is something I struggle with. So I'm glad you brought it up, but the idea that by taking care of yourself, you have been able to be more present with your family. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. We know this in life. We you don't. We could be gone in in an instant. We don't know what the future holds. Our kids are they grow up fast, mm-hmm. and to be able to be present and enjoy those times, reading the books, playing for us, it's like I'm three boys, so we're dunking balls and yeah. punching each other. You know, <laughs> three each other. boys, wow, yeah, it gets nuts, but. To d- dad and mom to be fully present amongst the chaos is so beautiful. And the other thing I like what you did, Megan, which is something I want to reiterate when it comes to wellness is nothing is cookie cutter, folks. What works for somebody doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. All we try and do, especially on our platform, is say, hey, these are the things that have worked for so many people. Find out what works for you. And what I loved was the cooking and bringing the fam into the cooking because if it brings you joy, your kids see it and they want to be part of it. They truly want to be part of it. Like my boys, they they see daddy podcasting and doing the social media stuff or whatever. They're like, dad, when am I going to get on my TikTok? I want to do, do like they, they, they see it. They want to dive into it because there's passion there. And the passion is, is beautiful for the kids to see. So Megan, way to like think, I don't know if it was intentional or what, but it's, it's so, that is the essence of wellness. Yeah. I, I love it. Well, I found myself, it was more of an aha moment. I'm like, why well, I'm spending so much time trying to shoot him out or dismiss him, right? Like I'm cooking supper, babe, like out, out, out. And I'm like, why am I pushing him out of here? I'm like, pull up a bench. So I, you know, just come up to the counter, see what I'm doing. And then, you know, does the mess get a little bit messier but it's ha- it's a happy mess as opposed to a yelling mess um you know a mess in the kitchen and the mess of him playing by himself over there it can just be one crazy mess but at least it's happy and we're together so i love it i love it katie you're next what what has worked well for you and something that you you feel like has gotten you through any any challenging times so a strange thing happened during the pandemic for us we had you know young kids we were in the middle of like teenagehood extremely busy sports every kind of activity under the sun so you know we were always traveling out of town for all of that and then the pandemic hit and then the pandemic has over as it's getting um and but they're not kids anymore they're now uh young adults university age and it's over (laughs) right like it went very from like full stop because of the lockdowns and then they grew up. And so we've been very intentional this last year about like, okay, so what does that like our day-to-day look like? Just the two of us, right? And they don't need us to drive them all over the place and take them away for the weekend and ask them what their homework is. And so we've really done a lot of like, you know, getting outside, um, We like to travel, couldn't travel very far, but, you know, let's plan day trips. Let's block off, you know, a couple days off here and there. Um, And really for me, getting outside and that kind of, you know, you get the mind and body connection thing going, um, which is what I miss about not being in the field. 
because after, you know, 18 years of community nursing where you're outside every day, you know, in and out of houses to go to now I'm either at home or I'm in the office, that's a very different experience for me. So making sure that when we are off, we're seeking those kind of that time out, outside and um, trying out new things since uh, we're kind of in this new new phase of life, right? It's crazy. I can't even imagine, to be honest, at this stage, but you know it's coming. But you you hit a great hack. You you talk about how yoga is a multi multi, like it hits a lot of. Uh, it, it, I, I keep saying kill two birds, but I, I, I'm trying to think of another metaphor. You're able to address multiple things with one one activity. Same with being outside. You get the vitamin D. You get the you're going to sleep better. Your the fresh air is good for your mental health. You're exercising typically when you're outside, like you're usually doing something. So it's a, such yeah. a great way of if like if you're ensuring you're getting out, like you're just hitting a lot of uh, goals. And it really I find helps you kind of like put work aside, right? Because mm. I mean. I've always felt like Bayshore is kind of a, you know, it's a, a way of living almost, right? I think a lot of us that work at, at Bayshore, like community um, nursing is is just all encompassing, right? So even when you're not working, you're thinking about it. Um, so to really kind of make that disconnect by changing, you know, <laughs> changing your venue uh, can help you to, you know, put that away for a little bit um, and get in the right frame of mind so that you're you're ready to pick it back up when the next day starts. Amazing. Amazing. Paula, we talked a little bit about the creative side, the, 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 the portraits. I'm, I'm posing for my, my portrait right now, if, if you will, but anything else that you've, you've, you've found uh, helpful to get you through some of these challenging times? Well, no, I just worked. I just, I just avoided, avoided, avoided. So that, the challenge is on me now because this is not the way you don't avoid, right? You have to, you have to see where, where your flaws are and you have to just improve. So I think I'm just doing tiny changes. Like I'm implementing tiny changes and I'm, I'm really trying to just change some routines and habits. I think that's the way I'm going to go forward is I'm not going to work as much. I'm not going to uh, put everyone else before me. Um, I'm going to do things for me and I can do that by small little increments and habits. I know I have to do the uh, get up early, although I really love waking up organically. Thank you, Bishop, for letting me do my own hours. But I know that, you know, I don't stay up till one. I got to go to bed at 10 and maybe get up earlier so that I can do these. I just know I have to do habit for me, you know, make the exercise time. You know, I guess that's about it, really. You know what, Paula, you, you brought up a good point that we haven't touched on uh, was really that habit forming, like how to create healthy habits. And what you said there is so true. You got to make it attainable. Like it's it's got to be small incremental changes that are achievable. Mm-hmm. And once again, I, I encourage everybody, it's about the process. The fact that you did it, even if it's not as long as you wanted to, the fact that you woke up 10 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier, that's the W. And, and when you get exercise that habit, it, it will, it will it'll become strong. And give yourself a little bit of love too, a little reward. What's something that you could, if you achieve your goal, what, you get a little extra time on Netflix, you know what I mean? You get to have that coffee with your friend, whatever it might be. Implement a little bit of a reward in there and, and just mm-hmm. uh, help you achieve your goal. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Sherry, we we talked talked about it a little bit, but just any any other things come to mind that for you has been helpful to get you through this this crazy period. Um, so we've definitely like you know made the time for family. Um, my son needs to get out pretty much every night in order to burn off the energy. Um, so during the summer, we'll, he goes to a park every single night. Um, and then now we go to the indoor places. 
Um, I joined a book club. Um, we have, I also am in like a movie uh, group. So we try to get together once a month, watch a movie, maybe have dinner. And then the book club is separate. So that's another um, monthly kind of get out of the house um, to see people. Um, and then I'm lucky, very lucky with Bayshore. They're so um, accommodating for everything. Like I'm a full-time employee, but I don't work full-time hours in the clinic. Um, but if I need the time, I can get it. If I want more hours, I can get it. So there's not, you know, it, it's just, it's made everything so much easier and more like able to show up and be present and live a full life. Wow. I, I gotta say, I mean, there's a reason why we've been excited to work with Bayshore and it's because they truly have been, they're all encompassing when it comes to wellness. And I, I really think this has been such a great journey to, to, to be able to work with you guys and to hear from you guys so that we can continue to work towards this, like what we could do collectively to be well and to, to serve and to, to be there for our clients, families. Uh, it, it really is beautiful. I, I want to open the floor. If there's any last things that anybody felt like they didn't get a chance to speak up on, I hear silence. So I just want to thank you guys. So Katie, Aurelia, Megan, Sher Sherry, Paula, and Fong, thank you for stepping up. Thank you for uh, saying your story because I could guarantee you, you doing this is going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference to everybody because y'all kept it real. And uh, I think more people need to speak up and and and, uh, and by doing so, we, we're going to get better together. So thank you so much. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that episode. This was a lot of fun to connect with our friends at Bayshore. Leave any comments at quadcast99 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook at Quadcast. Check out Solvent Healthcare Media at quadcast.substack.com. Change the boogie. And of course, solventwellness.com, where we're trying to address clinician burnout. And once again, mad props to the crew at Bayshore. You guys are making a difference. So really want to commend you and your team and keep hustling. Peace.